yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Hey, pop stars, it's me, Trent Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And you know what time it is. It's Thursday, so it must be time for a spill. We're back. Um, I okay. guess I'm leading this spill. You are. Hmm, how convenient. Could you not come up with something? Um, I did the last one. So the last one that has been holding uh, all of us over for months and uh well i'll say weeks almost months um because we have it has been a month recorded so yeah so i think it is i think it's about time that you uh step up to the plate and earn your oats if i remember correctly the last spill was about me though so i feel like i did earn my oats you didn't you didn't we found your answers to be very minimal and and (laughs) non-specific was it the answers or was it the questions? It was the answers because we, mm, we had quest- to keep pressing. We didn't get what we needed. So. The questions seemed very subpar but, to um, me. But no, this is a very interesting topic, so I'm excited to dig in. Did you see? Did you see? Because I, I know I we had talked it. about so, this. Yeah, I'm, I want to hear um, Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on this. This is very interesting. So this week, we're going to, we're, we're um, titling this with a feminine twist. Give me that, give me that, give me that, ow, with a feminine twist. So we're going to talk about femininity in the gay community and masculinity and what that means exactly. We were having a very interesting conversation with our friend group this past week about femininity and what it means to be a gay feminine man versus a masculine feminine man, the attraction and everything else. But this conversation got started off of a TikTok that I sent the group about this boy, this gay man explaining why he wasn't attracted to femininity and essentially he was just saying he was like he was duetting another tiktoker who was saying who you know was a feminine um a feminine man who was wearing makeup and heels and dresses and stuff like that and was saying um something to the effect of why other gay men aren't attracted to that or whatever and so then the other man duetted him saying well the reason why i'm not attracted to that is because i like men and he was saying you know i i want to date a man he was like if i was attracted to feminine qualities i would just date a woman but that's not what i'm attracted to i want a man and so i sent that to the group and we had a very lively discussion um but trent give me your let's so let's start at the beginning what are your first give me your opening thoughts opening thoughts to the tiktok or just the topic the tiktok um, so with the TikTok, the uh, the guy the guy that posted the the original TikTok um, that was duetted uh, and provided commentary on he was, he basically had two photos of himself. He had a photo of himself in makeup, um, and then he had a photo of himself without makeup, but he had his shirt off, mm-hmm. and he was basically trying to he was asking basically how can you be attracted to one part of me one aspect of me and not be attracted to the other. And that was, that was kind of like the initial question. Mm -hmm. And the guy kind of, you know, as you shared, kind of came back and said, well, because you're wearing makeup and if I wanted to be with a woman, I would be with a woman. And, you know, I'm not quoting him directly, but that was kind of along the lines of what his answer was. I do think, um, it's it's all on a spectrum, right? And just exactly where people's comfort level, number one, with their own identity, um, and then versus their own comfort level with how other people express themselves. I think that 
there is a long there's there's a long standing history of um gay men who reject anything that they feel like might be too feminine might be looked at as too soft because they have had to navigate these worlds and of you know number one being gay but then also maintaining who they are as men and being looked at um as equal to or um I'll just yeah I'll just say as equal to other straight men right like I'm just as I'm just as manly I'm just as masculine those types of things and so I feel like because of those comparisons gay men immediately subconsciously reject or refute anything that may feel outside their comfort level regardless when it comes to femininity um I would say the gentleman who provided the commentary in the TikTok, he's speaking solely from his own perspective, right? Right, like and that's all you he, can. If, if makeup is a no-go for him, fine. And then fine. I would challenge that to say, like, I'm sure that there are probably men out there that he would be attracted to, and if they wore makeup, that he would be okay with it. I think that, you know, depending on... You... I feel like you will be... You'll you'll be okay with what you need to be okay with in order to be with the kind of person that you want to, that you want to be around um, or the kind of uh, person that you want to be in a relationship with. So I feel like people's comfort level and it's all on a, I feel like it's all on a sliding scale to me. Um, I don't feel like it's black and white. I, 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 I feel like that guy, if, if, and the question I posed to the group, I was like, if Michael B. Jordan had on some nail polish and had on a little blush, you he would probably hop down. Because, you know, I, I think it I think it just depends solely on, you know, how, how comfortable you are in that moment. It definitely depends on how comfortable you are. I think I would say, because when, when you think about all of this, you can't speak for anybody but yourself and what you would be attracted to or reacted to and everybody is attracted to something more than the other and under the guise of preferences or whatever we want to call that but i i don't i didn't hmm, how do i i I know not everybody's going to agree with this and by all means like we are like you said we're all on a spectrum for me i kind of felt this a little bit because i well, I I clearly have some feminine qualities to me, and I'm very fine with that. Mm-hmm. But I think it also comes very down good. to the aspect of just what I'm attracted to. And, you know, like growing up and how I was raised, I'm like a man, you know, like there was a there is a. There is a there is there was a picture in my head of what I thought a man should be versus what I thought a gay person could be growing up because of course I came from Kentucky and growing up like the only representations of gay were very flamboyant and feminine and effeminate gay men that I saw in the media or or something like that and you know and as I got older and kind of came into my own femininity per se and, and gayness and stuff you know that that spectrum has definitely slid have I dated people who have been much more feminine than me absolutely did it like go anywhere? Not really, because again, it just it wasn't something that I was necessarily into. I don't think that there's an issue with that. I think where my issue comes from is when you start denigrating these 
the femininity in other gay men who or maybe more effeminate than you and you know wear the makeup and wear the nails and wear the heels and stuff like that i will support you down boots in that situation but i think where it becomes problematic is when people start trying to use that against them and i don't think that that's okay at all um so then let me ask you this because we've got some questions could you date someone with feminine qualities more feminine could you date someone with feminine qualities more effeminate than your own could i date someone yeah i probably could date someone would i date someone i don't know it would just like like i said i think it would have to be it it would it would depend it would just depend on what qualities were feminine what what things that i felt like i would be okay with versus what things i felt like i wouldn't be okay with Mm-hmm. So I think it, yeah, it just depends, and I would need there would need to be a little. It would be like on a case by case basis, to be honest. I I I, I think, that, and that's a good distinction between could and would. I I agree. Would I date? Sure. Like I I think again, is it the first thing that's going to catch my eye? No, because again, that's not what I'm attracted to. But again, looks only get you so far. Like when you talk to someone and you figure out if you have a connection, if there's even any chemistry, then all bets are off. You know, you kind of take it for what it is at that point, you know? So I, I think it definitely, there's more, it, there's more than just appearance and or looks in a relationship or when you're dating somebody. And so mm-hmm. I agree with that aspect of it, it. It would just depend on the person and how well we connected. But I, I don't have an issue with that. But I do put the caveat out there that it's not the first thing that attracts me. Well, let's it's take not it the outside first of I like see. appearance and looks. Like also there's like mannerisms. There's like speaking. There is, um, you know, the, the, those are certain like things that I feel like you you don't think about, right? Like mm-hmm. because you know maybe someone looks like a certain way, but then like once they once you hear them speak or once you know you're around them, you start to see like other you know little mannerisms, things that they do that could also be you know potentially like not attractive to you. Yeah. Um. So I. Like I said, I think it just it really depends on the person and whether or not I think that they if yeah, if if it's something that I'm attracted to. I agree. So next question, why do you think this is such a big deal for gay men? Why? Because, you know, this this whole topic of conversation, uh, femininity versus masculinity and toxic masculinity. Why well, do you think, think this is? All I, such I mean, a big I just spoke to it a little bit earlier. I think that there is a want. And um, there's a need for gay men to prove themselves to be just as masculine or just as much as men, uh, just as much of as a man as a their heterosexual counterparts. And I think that that's really where it kind of gets into this like uncomfortability with either their own gender expression or other other people's um, gender performance. That's fair. I I think you I agree with the the your comfortability. I think some people are more comfortable with themselves and able to express themselves in more creative and or flamboyant ways. And I think that that's a great. And then I think you have people who maybe are a little bit more repressed or reserved or conservative in that sense and don't necessarily want to do all of that. 
whatever all of that is or um, let me scratch that there are people who don't want to express their femininity in that way or even express their femininity at all that's a little troublesome to me i don't know if i would want to date anybody like that because again at the end of the day i'm sure there are people who have looked at me and was like oh he's a little too feminine for me and whatever you take that for what it is but at the end of the day i like drag race i like drag in general i love uh throwing on a wig every now and then and doing all of that and i would absolutely love my partner to be able to do the same you know we express our love for certain things in different ways and then we connect on that and Mm -hmm. whether that's throwing on a wig and going to a wig party then we can also throw on some jordans and go uh do some i'm using air quotes here manly activity i know and no wow i know right wow (laughs) as soon as i said it i was like well that clearly is not what i mean by that that, and that's the problem it definitely is so um so i i definitely see the point there um what have we seen in the past like what have we seen from just friends people that we know where these two intersections have crossed or collided and caused some drama have you seen anything like that happen or converse big conversations be sparked i mean i've i've seen people like I've seen people not be okay with like other other gay men, you know, wearing wigs, purses, makeup, you know, women's clothing, and like I've seen them, you know, kind of make fun of them for that. Um, I've also seen people who are like, okay, well, this is not, you know, this is not what I had in mind of, you know, when from your photos on. Uh, you know, grinder or jacked or tinder or whatever. It was given trade in person. It's like a whole completely different, you know, individual. And I think, you know, with those, I think it's also just once again like advertising what sells, right? And for some reason, in the gay community, masculinity um, is what sells. It is, you know, it is some. It's a commodity. Um, in the gay community and people, it really does, you know, kind of amp up and drive up real estate to your, um, to your, to your dating life. But I think like, have I had any personal experiences that have played out? No, not really. You said something that I, I wanted to touch on. Is it an issue if you portray yourself one way online than what you really are in person like would it be more genuine if you portrayed yourself like who you actually are or does that even matter i think if the i think if as long as the photos are yours and they're up to date like i think it's completely fine i i think that there are i feel like if you do want to showcase one side of yourself in you know in your profile but then showcase another side in person i think that that's perfectly okay because we're not a monolith no one is just one thing there's different shades to your personality you might be feeling different looks and i think that we should be able to be able to run the spectrum of masculine and femininity um and express that whenever we want to i don't think that that's a problem i don't think that's the issue no 
I don't think that that's an issue, but I do think that like if you are presenting yourself online on like a dating app or something like that in the terms in the hopes of finding somebody to date, maybe you need to I, I think I think I and I guess I guess I can only speak for me. I think for me, I would want to present a well-rounded picture. So I would want to include photos of both, both that show my femininity and then that show whatever my masculinity is, because I think it is a little deceiving if you show yourself one way, but then show up a completely different way that this person that you've never met doesn't know about. That's a little deceiving. Okay. Um, I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. I mean, I like, I agree with the aspect of like, we are, we are much, we are very multifaceted people and can, hold down many lanes simultaneously but at the same time you only get you want your dating profile and or online image is only a window into who you are as a person right it's not and so yeah. why People not show up take as that your, as the end all be all right but why not show up as your full self in those on those apps or on those platforms instead of hiding a part of it that somebody doesn't it, even know exists until they meet you in person i don't know if it's hiding or maybe it is hiding i don't know maybe it is you know if you're purposefully that aspect because out. you know that people won't you know that that will be an ultimate um it could be a it could be a deterrent for some people mm-hmm. i don't know hmm but and I don't these think, are just questions. I don't, think, I don't like, find I don't, it. I don't find an issue with it personally. Right. I don't. I'm not saying I find an issue with it. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just asking these questions. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, next question. Do you have any stories of your own? Have you? So I don't have any like personal experiences with this, but I think, um, you know, kind of trying to put myself in the place of like what I would. You know, what are those things that I would be okay with? What are those things that I wouldn't be okay with? And I think it ultimately just depends on, it's going to be really dependent on the person. Hell, I agree. Boris Kojo came out with a wig on, but had that body and that face. Yeah. Hey, what's up, babe? Yeah. Do you want me to, uh, you want me to glue your edges? Like, I'm going to, I'm going to probably be into that still. It's just like based on who I'm attracted to. Um, now the fact that I've used like Boris Kojo is like, I feel like that that is like a, it's that's an kind of like example. an except, yeah, like an extreme example for that. But, um, overall, like, I think I would be, I would be okay with someone like, you know, if they wanted to have like, um, if they wanted to do like drag or something like that, I don't think that that's a problem. I don't know if I would really want to be with someone who's like their day to day is hair, makeup, heels, like that kind of thing. I don't, I don't know if that would be for me. So let me ask you this, because you brought up the Boris Kojo example. What if you but we all know how Boris Kojo looks. So what if your first ever introduction to Boris Kojo was him in a wig? And net painted nails and makeup. Would He's you still, still be as attractive? I probably still would. I probably still would be down. I'd probably be like, "Hey, what's up?" Yeah, let's okay. get our nails done. I love it. I love it. I um. As for myself, I I I don't necessarily have any stories, but I did date back on my first go around here in San Francisco. I did date somebody who was more effeminate than me, 
um, we went on a couple of dates and we ended up hooking up and stuff like that. And he was a cool guy, but it just didn't really it didn't really go anywhere. I don't think we necessarily had as much in common as I thought. And so, again, I don't think it necessarily came down to looks. It just came down to the connection wasn't there because he he was more effeminate. He, you know, wore a purse and had I think he had his nails painted and stuff and had on some like light makeup and stuff. But he was really cute. He was a really cute boy. Um, and so, yeah, like I said, we went on a couple of dates and stuff like that. But I just don't think that the connection was there. And so I guess looking back at it now, while while I am like off of first bat attracted to masculine men, I also can't say that there are some there are some pretty men out there. There are mm -hmm. some pretty men out there. Uh, nails or no nails. Like there was. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I definitely would say that I wouldn't count that out. You know, I think if I talked to you and we had like a little bit of a connection or some chemistry there, then I think that's where the attraction would come from and would probably even stem a stronger connection than just looks. Yeah. So, um, okay. Last question for you. Okay. What's one thing men or queer people should keep in mind with femme versus mask qualities? What's something that everybody should kind of keep in mind when we talk about the, 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 ver the duality of femininity and masculinity? I feel like that it is a structure designed to create create some type of um, this whole like mass versus femme thing is a is a structure that we've used to kind of create some type to create a hierarchy in the gay community, and I think that that's what we should always keep in mind. Like any time that we're feeling challenged in those spaces to be like, oh, like am I cool with this, or do I have a problem with this, or would I be am I attracted to that, or anything like that. It's like once again, this is this has been created because we are mirroring it, mirroring what we have seen play out in heterosexual relationships, and this we're trying to create a very similar hierarchy in the gay community. And I think that if we remember to be open, be um, be receptive to people being able to express themselves freely, of uh, challenging our own expression right challenging our own identity expression like i think that we'll all be a lot better off and you know what's funny this hierarchy that you speak of i think the gag is is that i don't think it's what a lot of people think it is to me when we talk about a hierarchy with feminine versus masculine the girls are the run the ones who are running this it's not the masculine men if you look at society and the careers and the the industries that a lot of the girls are in when it comes to the entertainment industry, hair, makeup, assistance, all of that jazz. The feminine, the femininity is the high ranking rung on the ladder, not masculine. Because masculinity is just looks. It's just looks. You look rug, you look like a rugged man with a beard and a hairy chest. Great. Let's But let's the gay go community sleeping. is very visual. It's very heavily focused on the visual. Right, and that's—I but... mean, let's just be real about it. That is a currency. Masculinity is a currency. It's a commodity in the gay community, and so I—I I don't know if I'd necessarily agree with that as far as like who's like running it. Um, but I think that uh, men who are more masculine seem to fare much better. Um, they get the mo—they get more attention, but I don't think that they fare 
much better. But okay. I mean, it is what it is. I, I, and I agree with the aspect of we're we're all on a spectrum here. Who says there's not a monolith? You can be two things at once. You can have feminine qualities and masculine qualities and still do just fine. And so I think as long as we keep as long as long as you we keep our minds open to an actual connection and stop trying to be so shallow or superficial, me included, because I've cl clearly been there before, um, then I think that we'll all be better off. So, uh, any last okay. thoughts? Um, no last thoughts for me. Uh, I think, like I said, I think this is always a very interesting conversation and one that I think will be ongoing. Um, but I don't know for how much longer because what we are starting to see is that um, gender expression and gender identity is kids are being a lot more comfortable with it nowadays um, at a much earlier age and so yeah. I think that it will start to dissipate um, as the newer generations uh, emerge let's hope so yeah all right where can they find us let's get so, out of here follow cold pop on social media we are everywhere you can find us at cold pop show on instagram twitter youtube cold pop podcast on facebook uh and we're also on tiktok follow us on tiktok y'all like yes. some of our videos uh you can find me at trenton rashad on instagram and twitter and you can find me on all the socials at marcus drew Steele with an e on the end all right well that was our spill this week we will see you guys next week until then so Bye, long everybody Bye.